2011 Rugby World Cup winning fullback Israel Dag has called time on his rugby career. He burst onto the scene as an 18-year-old for Hawke's Bay, played two seasons for the Highlanders, eight for the Crusaders, and 66 test matches for the All Blacks, scoring 26 tries. Option is the way right-hand side, Bowden Barrett. Here it comes to Franks. Franks to Anton Leonard-Brown. Over the top, Israel Dag, right-hand corner. Try! Try to Israel Dag. Here's Bowden Barrett. Barrett into a gap. Bowden Barrett gets it out wide to Israel Dag. He stepped back to the line. It's a try. Right-hand corner. Izzy's got a double. Israel Dag joins us now. Thanks for your time, Israel. Good morning. Good morning. Give me a bit of goosebumps, eh? <laughs> yeah, Nigel Yolden can do that to people, mate. He's got the uh, he's got the voice that can do that. Um, yeah. When did you um, when did you make the uh, the final decision? I made it at the start of the year, pretty much. Uh, yes, I've been sitting on it for a while. Just had to do a few things with New Zealand rugby and the Crusaders. Um, but yeah, just the start of the year. I've been struggling for a, for a year or so, just with my knee. And um, oh, sorry, I just turned my radio. Uh, just yeah, been struggling just mentally and just physically. I haven't been able to run and just do the basic things in in the game. And when you're trying to play for world class teams like the Crusaders and the and the All Blacks, it's yeah, I was just struggling, so made the decision and just moving forward, really. Hmm. What's the exact nature of the knee injury, Israel? What, what actually is it? What, what is it? What, what's, what's happened in your knee? So my right leg, I've just got my, lead, my knees out of, a li- out of line, so I've got bad alignment in my right knee. Uh, it's constantly just creeping inwards, so if I stand in front of you, you'll, con- you'll see my right knee is just moving inwards. So at the moment, it's just got bone on bone on the outside. I've got arthritis. Uh, and what what comes with that is you lose all your muscle in your quad, your hamstrings. You just you're basically just running on one leg. Um, every time I kicked the ball, it was virtually pain like painful as anything. So you need to kick kick the ball in my position and just running, jumping, stepping. Every time I did that, my knee would just bang against each other, the bones, and then I'd just have lots of fluid in, the, in my knee, and it, it'd take about a week to settle down and. So every time I played the game, I couldn't walk for about four or five days afterwards. So it was frustrating. And, and then I went and seen the surgeon. He said, look, there's only one option. And it's to pretty much break your leg and realignment and um, can't play after that. So, yeah, it was pretty plain and simple in the end. So is that what you're going to do? You're going to you're going to go ahead with that surgery? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to get it. Uh, it's just a matter of when. Like at the moment, because I'm not playing and I'm not absolutely fresh in my knee it's it's durable i can i can do normal things like play golf love golf that's easy um but i just can't run i just can't jump and i just can't be an athlete pretty much so um but yeah i, I won't rush into it it's a huge surgery it's it's pretty daunting and scary to be honest but um yeah i'll get it eventually what are your fondest rugby memories what uh, what will you remember most fondly Oh, there's plenty, to be honest. Um, these last three years at the Crusaders have just been unbelievable. I've really enjoyed it. And obviously winning makes it a lot easier. But just just the boys, eh? It's just the culture and the boys. I've, I've really loved my rugby and just love being a part of it. Love turning up to train every day. Um, and obviously putting on that black jersey. Their black jersey means the world to me. Um, got to do it 66 times. You can't go past the first time I wore it and then obviously the last time I wore it. So... Just, just those great memories of, of wearing those amazing jerseys. 
I said earlier in the show that um, one of my fondest memories of you is the way you uh, played in 2016. Uh, you didn't go to the World Cup. That must have been a, a real disappointment for you. How did you bring yourself back to the levels that you achieved in 2016 when you played, what, 12 test matches? You, you played 80 minutes in nine of them. You, you, were, you, know, you were playing some of the best rugby of your career. How did, you, how did mm. you get over the disappointment of missing that World Cup squad in 15? Uh, yeah, it's a great question, and it's probably something I've, I've reflected on quite a lot. Um, you know, 2015, I, I nearly did what I'd done today. Nearly, I nearly walked away from the game. Uh, I just wasn't enjoying it. I was down in the dumps, and I was just saying to myself, well, I shouldn't be feeling like this. It's only a game of rugby, and, and uh, yeah. But I, I, I sucked it up, and I just... One of the, it's hard to say, but like, I got injured that year as well. I dislocated my shoulder, and I think it was an actual blessing for me just to step away from rugby and... Um, you know, just take the time out of the game and I had six months to get my body right, to get fit, to get stronger and, and just find the reason why I play the game and then in 2016 I just had no pressure on me, like I was coming back from injury, um, you know whatever happens in the All Blacks jersey I've already I already missed the team so I was out of that loop um, I just wanted to play good footy and I just really started playing some good footy for the Crusaders and then Everything just fell into place, and I just found the love for the game again. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cliche, like when things are going good, you play good, so uh, and you feel good. So and, and that's what happened. I just started feeling good about my body and, and the game. And um, yeah, there was a bit of a bit of I want to prove people wrong. To be honest, I'm going to be completely honest. You know, I was down in the dumps, but you know, I just had that that drive to to do well. And you know, I was stranded on 49 tests. So I wanted to get one more to get 50. <laughs> what do you reckon you'll miss the most? Oh, I'll miss the boys, the the brothers, the the, the going to training, the, the competitiveness, just working hard with the boys for one goal, and that's to win and to win competitions, to win games. Um, you know, everyone says it, but once you're in the environment, you're around the lads, you know, it's, it's it's amazing. It's 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 you're just brothers. Well, I've got lifelong friends from this game, and I'm truly grateful, and I'll, I'll definitely treasure that for the rest of my life. But I'll just miss going into training, working hard on that field, training our butts off just to achieve that one goal, and that's the one. At your fastest, were you faster than Corey Jane? Way faster than Corey Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's listening, the old the old fella. <laughs> nah, yeah. oh, I, I, uh, it's a hard question to say, but I'll tell you, I was here completely, way far. Have you, have you seen his Instagram message to you this morning? Have you had a look I at it? I have seen it. It's just typical CJ, he's got to have a laugh, but nah. I think there was a few meaning, you know, he, he meant quite a bit of it, but then he, you know, he's typical CJ, he's got to have a giggle. <laughs> so, so what now is? He, I mean, is is a is a career in in the media something you would consider? Do, I mean, a, lo, a lot of uh, a lot of people have, have uh, called and texted the radio station this morning saying, "Hey, it's a, it would be a great thing to see you on TV." You know, providing analysis for rugby is that something you might do? Oh, it's, it's something I'm yeah. I'm, I'm actually going down to Dunedin tonight to do the Hurricanes Highlanders game for the pregame show. So. I'll just I'll try and stay relevant. I'm not going to be like those, you know, couple of, just hanging on out there. But um, I'll just stay out there as much as I can. I'm very passionate about what you do, really. I, I want to try and potentially probably get in some radio. Maybe not talk back. Um, maybe just like a, a fun morning show or, or something like that. And um, you know, can can do the rugby thing. To be completely honest, I've been in rugby for 14, 15 years straight, and I kind of want to just test my brains at something else. And um, 
and see what the future holds there. And, you know, rugby is something I can talk about pretty much just like that. It's something I've lived and breathed for the last 15 years, like I've said. So I want to just try and test myself at something else, whatever that is. I don't know. But um, now I've got the retirement out there, I'm sure things will start falling into place. How old are your kids? So my son's two on Tuesday and my daughter's one on May. Wow. Wow. Well, you've got to, <laughs> I was going to say, you might be short of things to do there. <laughs> yeah, she's full on, mate. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be getting a full-time job pretty quick, I think. <laughs> hey, mate, really appreciate you taking the time. I know you have, you're having a busy day. We'll continue to. Congratulations on a great career, mate. The tributes are flowing in from the radio sport audience. Uh, I've got some great commentary we've been playing this morning of your, of your wonderful moments. Enjoy <laughs> retirement and whatever comes next, and thanks for having a chat to us, Izzy. Hey, I just want to say thank you to everyone out there that's shown me love and support and, and all you guys, really. It's truly meaningful, and I really, really appreciate it. So thanks, everyone. Good on you, mate. Israel Dag. Joining us on Radio Sport there.